0: Percy, we know fear is a bad thing, but can it ever lead to a good result?
1: You know, that is a great question, Wayne. Fear is not good, but it can serve as a wake-up call to get our attention and turns us to God. So yes, not only can there be a good result from this, there can be a divine result All right,
0: now you're talking. On this episode, we're going to share about how if fear pushes us to God, then fear can push us to do the impossible. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. I'm Wayne Shepherd and welcome now to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our host is Reverend Percy McCrae, Pastor P as we call him. He is director of faith-based programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. So today, Scared Straight, transforming fear into faith. Percy, you chose this topic, so it's all yours, brother.
1: Yes, sir. At the end of the day, what we want to understand and what we're going to try to translate today is that fear can drive us straight into the faithfulness of God. Hmm. And so with that being said, we're going to unpack how that actually works and how we can benefit and allow faith to move us in a different direction that God can utilize later for us.
0: All right. We'll get into that conversation here in just a moment. Our free resource this week is called Going All In With God. And that resource is available, as all of our resources always are, at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Going all in with God. Check that out. Download it. Use it. May God use it in your life. It's available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Now, before we get into the meat of our conversation today, we'd like to pose a question to those of you who are listening. This is a way we make this a two-way conversation. We learn from you as you learn from us as well. We encourage each other. Percy, the question we've chosen this week, how could you have been a better support with someone who had cancer? So looking back on it, how could you have been a better help to someone going through cancer? Uh, Percy, we've asked this question not too many times before, but a couple of other times, and we have
1: received some responses. We do. We have a response today from someone in Texas, and it said this. I wish I would have made time of the essence. I do not believe we thought that my dad's cancer would take a turn so quickly. Mm. Although we can't stop life and I still had to do my normal day-to-day activities, I wish I would have taken more time to be with him through his journey. You can never get that time returned back to you.
0: Yep. Well, that's a, that's an important lesson, isn't it? Sorry for yes. your loss, but uh, yes. we need to learn and move on. But thank you for that. And if you would like to reply, do so on our website. Health, hope, and inspiration.com. Click on Connect, and the drop-down menu there will give you an opportunity to type your own response, and we really would love to hear from you. How could you have been a better support to someone who had cancer? You can help someone else with your reply. Health, hope, and inspiration.com. All right, let's turn to the Scriptures. We're going to hear a lot of Scripture here on the program here today. Where would you like to start, Percy?
1: Well, as a foundational Scripture, and we'll repeat it again throughout the discussion, is found in James, the fourth chapter, verse 8. So our spiritual nugget says this, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Again, draw near to God, and he will draw near to hmm. you.
0: Stay with us now, and we'll uh, we'll explore that scripture and many others with Percy. But if you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. So, Percy, fear is not our friend, but it can motivate us, can't it? That's, That's our message today.
1: That's exactly right. So, again, when we think about fear, obviously, we tend to think of the negative dynamics and, and and ramifications of fear, but fear actually can be a motivating factor that ultimately uh, can draw us to God and near to God. And so we wanna explore today, you know, the fact that number one, when we live in life, Wayne, there are barriers in our lives. Mm-hmm. We, we come across things that try to uh, impede our progress mm-hmm. and our process. And in some cases, you know, those barriers are placed there by us unknowingly, uh, and in some cases they are beyond us. And so, if we are properly motivated, and that's what we're talking about, we can break down the barriers uh, that are in our control, first of all. And if fear pushes us to God, then we can find ourselves in a position where God can break down the rest of the other barriers that we did not place before us and so we want to unpack that and understand how fear can be utilized in that regard
0: is there a sense i'm going to ask you a personal question here is there a sense you understand this better having gone through a cancer diagnosis and treatment yourself
1: Oh, absolutely. There's no question about it, because uh, it's easy to, to be an armchair quarterback until you have to <laughs> stand behind, you know, the center and take a snap and look at the offensive lineman and the defensive <laughs> lineman that <and laughs> are standing in front Talk
0: of you. Talk about fear. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: And so that's a different example and a different ball game. And so uh, when you're in the driver's seat and when you're under the gun, uh, then this uh, school of thought and this principle becomes very profound. And and what do we do and how do we function under those circumstances? So we're gonna talk about first and foremost in that regard. Yeah, yeah. So when we understand this principle, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Well, our relationship is with a loving God who is love. He doesn't have love, he doesn't give love, God is love. And so there are three things to remember or think about with regard to this text. Number one, fear, especially the type that involves torment, is not something that comes from God.
0: He doesn't source it.
1: That's exactly correct. And it helps us, I think, psychologically and emotionally when we understand that, that, that God is not uh, providing that or giving that to us. It gives us a reason, and then it gives us a resource— And it gives us a right, the three R's, to fight back against that type of fear Mm -hmm. and that type of torment. And so we then began to have a different mental disposition to say, hey, I'm going to push back against this. This is not from God. uh, And therefore, this does not belong to me. And I'm not going to sit here and just allow fear. Uh, to pound upon me, I need to do something about that. So that's the first uh, dynamic that comes from this. And then the second school of thought is that God is love, and I made reference to it earlier, uh, fear is not a part of him. So again, when we know that God is not the originator, the giver, or the source of this dynamic that is tormenting us, again, it gives us a right, it gives us a resource, and it gives us a reason to resist and push back against it. And then thirdly, uh, because uh, when we understand that, that there is plenty of fear in the world, obviously, and that we're all having to contend with on some level. And, and there is no better way to deal with fear than to go straight to the source of uh, play on words with regard to our, our title, uh, Scared Straight, to go straight to the source of perfect love. Which is God, and I hmm. often remind people that we're looking for love in all the wrong places, mm-hmm. as the old country western song. Like I was gonna say to that make say. a good
0: song title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're looking for love in all of the wrong places. We're looking for perfect love. The Bible says, and only perfect love comes from the original source of it, and that is from God. And so, when we understand that, we need to go straight back to that source of perfect love, which is ultimately mm. our Heavenly Father.
0: So the first point today, and you need to underline this, and I, and I hope maybe you're even taking notes on this. If not, uh, go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and download our free resource because a lot of this is in the resource Going mm. All In With God. But the first first line here is there is no fear in love. We need to understand that.
1: Absolutely. and and And, and, and we need to rehearse that because yeah. when we're in the midst of the journey or the battle— well, it it's easy to lose track of that or forget that, and yep. right? it's very important.
0: Well, let's dig even deeper. Where would you like to, us to go next?
1: Now that we we've we've touched upon the fact that there is no fear in love, let's deal with the fact that fear is our natural reaction, and drawing near to God should be our natural response. Hmm. So, James the fourth chapter and the eighth verse tells us draw near to God, that was our opening text, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. In other words, anything that may be impeding your relationship or our relationship in being able to draw near to God, we need to, we need to clean that up, we need to get rid of that so that then we can uh, not be double-minded, but we can be single in our mind and our thoughts and our reactions to God, because with that being said, drawing near to god is a powerful action that's first and foremost there's something that we then can do and take action against fear it's not it's uh, it not only uh, does things for us but it causes him being god to move toward us as well so as we start moving toward god god starts moving toward us mm-hmm. i love the action yeah. of this and the visual of it at the end of the day. So as we start taking action in the direction of God, God starts taking action in the direction of us.
0: But you're absolutely right that fear is our natural reaction because anytime we get bad news about anything, don't we automatically start thinking through all the bad things that could happen?
1: well we've been conditioned you know we live in a three-dimensional world and ever since the third chapter of genesis if we want to just go go back to the origin of things uh when when uh, adam and eve uh you know when they fell out of relationship with god they were disconnected from god their their five senses then began to dictate to them uh who they were which god never intended for our five senses to dictate our reality if you recall When God had a conversation with Adam in the third chapter of Genesis, uh, Adam said that he ran and hid because he was naked. And God asked, I think, the most profound question in all of the Bible when he asked Adam, who told you you were naked? Hmm. Because in the first and second chapter of Genesis, uh, Adam was clothed, the Bible says, with the glory of the Lord. There was no outer covering But then all of a sudden when he's disconnected from God, when his relationship is compromised, if you will, with God, then all of a sudden he saw himself from an external perspective and he saw himself unclothed, Mm -hmm. if you will, from God. And God said, who told you you were naked? I never told you that. And so we need to understand that our five senses, which is what dictates who we are, uh, creates this natural reaction of fear when circumstances and situations uh, present themselves to us, we tend to go there without even consciously thinking about yeah. it, Wayne. We'll default to that place, and we have to guard against that, actually.
0: But what you're saying is we can turn fear into a a motivator to do something good in our life.
1: That is correct. So since we are naturally inclined uh, to react in a way in feeling fearful, then now we can turn that fear and then use it as a, as a, as a way to react to turn to God, and ultimately, what God wants us to do, very much like parents with children, uh, if your children is in a child is in a place of distress or unrest, you want your child to turn to you uh, for help. You want your child to turn to you for hope. You want your child to turn to you for uh, a sense of protection. So we can allow fear to drive us toward God. And that's why our scripture says that when we draw nigh unto him, just like a good parent, if you see your child running down the street saying, help, you're going to run with your arms open to that child to receive him or her, to give him or her that help. And that's the the dynamic of using fear to drive us to God versus driving us away from God. Yeah. That's an important distinction.
0: Yeah. So f- processing fear can lead to a good outcome if we're careful about it.
1: That is correct. Absolutely. And so with that, uh, fear is never, you know, uh, uh, a good thing, obviously, but how we process fear can lead to a good outcome. And so uh, cancer can be a wake-up call, as an example, uh, for us spiritually, because again, cancer gives us a sense of fear, and mm-hmm. I've been through that, and an event that causes us to regroup and to reprioritize God back into our lives. And that's how we can begin to take fear and turn it on yeah. its head and allow it to be a natural reaction that will draw us near to God. And we've
0: heard life. from listeners here to this podcast who have experienced that very thing,
1: Oh, absolutely. Again, I've actually uh, spoken to people who, uh, in some cases, have been agnostic, some cases who were, quote-unquote, atheists that didn't have a faith or belief in God, but somehow cancer or a a, a negative dynamic took them to a place that they realized that their back was up against the wall. They may have been given a medical report uh, that was not favorable. And then open their conscious and their psyche up to the idea and the prospect of uh, turning to God, seeking God, praying, asking God for help and assistance, and found a relationship with God under those circumstances. So it's very profound when we think about how fear can actually motivate and drive one in the direction of god if we allow it to do so
0: so to emphasize your point fear is our natural reaction but drawing near to god should be our natural response
1: correct that is absolutely correct and when we begin to operate from that perspective i think that many people will be shocked and amazed at what that experience will do and how much of the reality of god will become very prominent in their consciousness and then how they can draw strength and courage from that to continue to move forward in the face of their fears.
0: Well, I know you have more to share with us, but I'm going to hit the pause button for just a moment here. You are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Our website is those four words, Health, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And with locations in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a comprehensive cancer care network that takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. 866-712, the word HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care and spiritual support and you can learn more at health hope and inspiration.com well we're talking about transforming fear into faith on this conversation of health hope and inspiration and our host is Reverend Percy McRae so far Percy you've told us there is no fear in love and you've backed that up with scripture you've taught us that fear is our natural reaction but drawing near to God should be our natural response there's another point you'd like to make before we leave today
1: Yes, sir. And that is that God transforms fear into faith. God can transform fear into faith. And so let's use this scriptural reference, Matthew, the 14th chapter, verse 26 and 29, to make this point. And it says in this narrative, when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, being Jesus, they were terrified. Mm -hmm. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, It is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said, being Jesus. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. Mm -hmm. What is this narrative telling us? Where there are three things here that I want to pull out. Number one, remember the, the, the big point here is God transforms or can transform fear into faith. Each disciple that saw this event was terrified or they were afraid. Mm -hmm. But as soon as Peter heard Jesus speak, something Mm -hmm. happened. Something took place on the inside of him when he had an encounter, if you will, with the true and living God incarnate in the flesh of Jesus Christ. Then number two, it says that in his fear, Peter called out to Jesus not in his courage, (laughs) not in his faithfulness, but in his fear, Peter called out to Jesus. And just moments after being terrified, he was walking on the water. In other words, when he called out to God, when he reached out to God, God reached back out to him in his voice. And the next thing you know, Peter is launching himself out of the boat and into the direction where he saw Jesus, where he saw hope, where he saw faith, where he saw comfort, where he saw love, he started moving in that direction. It actually empowered him and allowed him to move through his terrified state. Hmm. And then number three, if fear pushes us to God, it can push us to do the impossible. If fear pushes us to God, it can potentially push us to do the impossible. Things that we never thought we were able to do in our own strength, in our own power, in our own might, because with God, as we stated earlier, Matthew 19, 26, all things are possible to him that believe. And so God potentially can transform our fear into faith and we know faith is an action word Hmm. something that we can do something that we can say somehow that we can react in the midst of our fears
0: and the time to uh, plan if you will how we're going to respond to a time of uh, fearfulness in our life is is before it happens before we before we need it we need to equip ourselves don't we
1: well, we certainly need to have something working on the inside, as I often say, so that we can have something working on the outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. at the, you know if we try to do that the other way around we we may find ourselves empty handed if you will, and so with that, there needs to be something already resonant within us uh in you know God's word, God's promise, and so when that is working on the inside, when then we are. Forced on the outside, we have something already working on the inside to deal with what was going on on the outside. And so you're exactly right, Wayne.
0: We have a free resource we'd like you to download. It's Going All In With God. It's available at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Just look for the free resource, Going All In With God. Download it. Use it in your life. Learn from it, as Percy has put his uh, life ministry into helping us here. So that resource can be had right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And you can answer our question this week, how could you have been a better support to someone who had cancer? And appreciate your honest response to that question as we learn from each other. Respond at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect and answer with the drop-down menu there. According to the American Cancer Society, nearly one out of three people in the U.S. will receive a cancer diagnosis during their lifetime. So caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today. To address this issue, we've developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. If you are a pastor or a leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join this growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. Joining is free. Sign up and you'll receive online access to exclusive leader resources, information about ministry training opportunities, and an informative monthly email newsletter. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and join the Ministry Leaders Network today. Percy, I want to talk to you for just a moment about Our Journey of Hope because the, uh, the approach has changed a little bit as much of the world has changed because of the COVID era that we're in right now. How has Our Journey of Hope changed?
1: Well, we are now, and you're exactly right, Wayne, the world is a different place than it was six months ago. And so because of social distancing and still respecting the fact that potentially direct contact uh, can be risky for our health, uh, all of the Our Journey of Hope uh, cancer care leadership trainings are now being offered virtually online. Uh, through a Zoom platform uh, where you can join others from across the world and the country uh, to join into um, uh, several of our scheduled trainings throughout the rest of the year. Um, You can do that from the comfort of your own home uh, there on your computer. Join us now. Uh, Let your family and friends know that they can join virtually by Zoom and receive uh, training cancer care ministry through our journey of hope.
0: Well, talk about taking a negative and turning it into a positive. Doing it uh, via Zoom, doesn't that increase the opportunity for a lot more people to participate and even a lot more because they don't have to pay for travel and hotel expenses, that kind of thing?
1: There are several benefits, obviously, and and two of them you've just mentioned, and so certainly, uh, you know, when when you get served lemons, you got to make lemonade, <laughs> and that's yeah. what we're doing. And so, uh, glory be to God that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, we've just raised the bar with regard to how many more people can participate, and certainly we have lessened the load from a financial requirement of travel and etc. So, yeah, please sign up. Go to the uh, website, Our Journey of Hope dot com, ourjourneyofhope.com, and register for your next upcoming Zoom virtual training class, and you'll be glad that you did.
0: I'm so glad that God has given you this insight to create the Our Journey of Hope, Percy. I know it's been helpful to so many people already. We we hear testimonies about it from listeners and guests on the program here, so thanks for putting that all together.
1: Yeah You're welcome, my friend. My pleasure.
0: So we've been talking today about uh, being scared straight, transforming fear into faith. And uh, I think it's time for you to kind of wrap this up for us and give us some of your final thoughts on it, if you would.
1: So as a quick recap, remember that there is no fear in love. Fear is our natural reaction. Drawing near to God is our response. And God can potentially transform our fear into faith. And so when fear is transformed into faith, god can do the impossible in us and through us fear is not our friend but if it pushes us to become more zealous for god then we find ourselves in a position where the impossible can become possible remember all things are possible to them that believe
0: could you pick it up with fear so fear is not our friend and restate that we had a little bit of a dropout
1: there so remember Fear is not our friend, but if it pushes us to become more zealous for God, then we find ourselves in a position where the possible can become possible.
0: The impossible. You said where the possible can become possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So remember, fear is not our friend, but if it pushes us to become more zealous for God, then we find ourselves in a position where the impossible can become the possible. Hmm.
0: This has been so helpful to hear these thoughts today, coming from God's Word through our host, Reverend Percy McRae here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, God bless. I'd like our listeners to know that we really appreciate the fact that so many of you listen to and are very supportive in your prayers for this outreach of uh, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We, We treasure that, don't we?
1: We do, and we're so grateful. We love you all, and we're grateful for the opportunity to be part of your encouragement and your support. So with that being said, remember, stay encouraged. There's still much work to be done, so Mm -hmm. keep chopping the wood. Don't give up the fight, because we're standing with you and believing with you all the way.
0: And I'm with you, brother. Thank you for your time, and thank you for your support of all of us. And that's it for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Join us next time. Health, hope, and inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
2: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person.